Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Praise God. Can we celebrate Baba Tumishi this morning? Hallelujah. Praise God. He's coming back again. Praise God. The second time. Hallelujah. In this service. And then we are going to scatter everywhere. What we got was just like a tip of the iceberg. Praise God. Hallelujah. So good to have you, great man. God bless you. Glory to God. All right. We are starting a new series in this month of December. And we've called the theme of the series Bountiful Harvests. Psalm 65, verse 11 says, It crowns the year with beautiful harvest. Sorry, bountiful harvest. Praise God. And it will be beautiful. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And God will do great things in your life in the name of Jesus. Can you say a loud amen to that this morning? Glory to God. And then we are talking about you know, kingdom giving and soul winning. Praise God. I said, praise God. All right, let's get into what we have this morning. Genesis chapter 14, verse 19 to 20. Genesis 14, verse 19 to 20. He says, and he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. Verse 20. And praise be to God most high, who delivered your enemies into your hands. So I decree in the name of Jesus, in this month, God will deliver your enemies into your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ. Then Abraham gave a tenth of everything. Praise God. Luke 6.38. Luke 6.38. It says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over, will men give to your bosom for the same measure with which you measure to someone? The same measure that will be measured back to you. Praise God, glory to God. So I want to talk this morning about you know something that has been very controversial in the body of Christ. Praise God over the years. I want to talk about understanding the power of the tithes understanding the power of the tides praise god lord i ask this morning that you will speak your word to us help me by your grace and your power to be able to elucidate your word in the name of jesus to rightly divide the word of truth in the name of jesus that this word will profit us that our lives will not remain the same again after this encounter with your word I declare that you would open a door of utterance to me to speak your word as an oracle and not as an orator in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you all the praise in Jesus. My church says a loud amen. All right, can we welcome our online viewers with a big hand this morning? Come on, somebody. You're joining online. Thank you for being a part of our service this morning. Praise God. The tithe is one of the most controversial and misunderstood topics in the body of Christ. So this morning, what I intend to do by the help of the Holy Spirit is to bring a perspective that reveals to us why it is important to pay or to give our tithes, praise God, and how to be blessed when we give our tithes. 
A lot of people do not understand, you know, why it is important for us to give our tithes. They've not been taught over the years, all right, why it is important to, you know, bring the 10% to God. That's why people are easily tossed to and fro by every, you know, uh, wind of doctrine. There was a guy, a popular guy on social media that the freeze who used to talk about tithe, used to attack Christians for giving their tithe and all of those things, you know. And a lot of Christians were swayed not because they don't want to give their tithe, but because they have not been rightly taught. So they are not even giving their tithe based on a conviction. They are doing that out of religiosity praise god what they are you know pastor told them during sunday school praise god <laughs> glory to god so let's start with the foundation all right are you in church this morning please i want you to hear this message with an open heart all right don't have any kind of bias in your mind listen to god's word which is able to save your souls this morning glory to god all right the first time the word tithe was mentioned in the bible was in the text that we took, all right, where we see Abraham paying his tithes to Melchizedek. And before this time, all right, there was, there was a battle and Abraham went to war, praise God, and he got victory. So on his way from the battle, after he had won the, the battle, he met this man who was referred to, you know, as Melchizedek. And he gave, calls him in Hebrews, the priest of the Most High. Glory to God. And he gave him the tithe of all. And if you also read the book of Genesis, you will see the other time the giving of tithe was mentioned was in respect to where Jacob had an encounter with God. All right. And he saw at Bethel, and he saw angels ascending and descending. He had run away from, you know, his family house because he was going to be killed. Glory to God. Because he committed, you know, I mean, something really terrible. Praise God. He stole his brother's birthright. Praise God. And he was in this place of encounter. And he saw angels ascending and descending. And he was, you know, wrestling with the angel. Glory to God. And he made a covenant after he helped the angel and said that if you would take me to, you know, where I'm going and bring me back safely, then when I return, I will give you the tithe. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So you see that the tithe was first mentioned in that place. Praise God. The other times the tithe was mentioned in the whole testament was in relation to the children of israel where the lord commanded them to give their tithes okay so in bible days tithes were being brought or were being paid to the house of levites all right in israel there are 12 tribes so levi is one of the tribes of israel all right and every other tribe goes to work but levites the levites you know they occupy the office of the priesthood with who they refer to as the quartites praise god so the levites usually because they don't go to work all of the other tribes the other tribes that goes to work they receive tithes from them are you with me this morning glory to god so they receive tithes 
from them. And the tithe is brought to a place called the storehouse. That's why you see in Malachi, where the, all that scripture that the pastors used to harass you to give tithes is not, that's not the way it is. Praise God. So they bring the tithe to the storehouse. So it's literally like a location. So what, when they go to work and get spoils and get their profit or their income or their dividends, they bring it to this place called the storehouse. And then the Levites now present the tithe to the Lord. So when he was saying bring all the tithes into the storehouse, he was referring, that's what he was referring to, praise God. So it's not really like, you know, the way we harass people and say that if you don't, you know, give your tithes, you'll be cursed and all of that. Praise God. I'll get there. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? So the question is, what is tithes? The word tithe simply means one-tenth. So it means tenths. Praise God. Can I have my materials? So the word tithe is one-tenth. So I want to talk about ten reasons why you should give your tithes. Ten reasons why you should give, not the word give, why you should give your tithes. Number one, it belongs to the Lord. The tithes, the ten percent, belongs to the Lord. Leviticus twenty-seven thirty. Leviticus twenty-seven thirty. Please let me show that. Glory to God. A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy. The word holy, hold on. The word holy there is the word consecrated or separated to the Lord. So we have five apples here, right? So this is the tithe. So cuts everything into two. Are you in church this morning? All right. So by the time she's done cutting that, it will not be how many? It will be ten. So if you have all this cut into two, so this is the tithe. So if you have ten things, all right, if this is cut into two, then the tithe is this. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you have 10,000 naira, what is the tithe? 1,000 naira. If you have 1 million naira, what is the tithe? I can't hear you. If you have 10 million naira, what is the tithe? Can you say amen first? If you have 100 million, what will be the tithe? When you have 1 billion, say amen first. Say amen very well. Say amen like your heart carries it. When you have 100 billion, so, so you have so this is the tithe. So God is saying, when you have 10, bring this and give it to me. So he says, though I'm going to share this after the service, amen. He says, a tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or, it belongs to the Lord. 
it belongs to the Lord. The tithe belongs to the Lord. The tithe is not your own. According to this scripture, and I'm going to go there, all right? Because somebody is thinking, ah, but that was in the Old Testament now. But Jesus also made reference to tithe in the New Testament. Even though it was not expressly commanded like it was in the Old Testament, but he made reference to it. Matthew 23, 23. In fact, what we see in the New Testament is even higher than the tithe. So somebody, are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Because what you see in the New Testament from the book of Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2, is people selling all that they have and bringing it and laying it at the feet of the apostles. Praise God. So what the New Testament teaches really is not so much of the tithe. What it teaches is actually sacrificial giving, which a tithe is inclusive in. So you cannot be debating the tithes, all right, and be saying that it's in the Old Testament because what the Bible teaches in the New Testament is even higher than the tithes. More is expelled of us as believers in the New Testament. Somebody say amen to that. 2 Corinthians 8. Now watch this. Jesus was speaking. He says, what to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you if you hypocrite, you give a tithe of your, of your spices, mint, dull, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law and all of that. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I'm talking about grace given in the New Testament. 2 Corinthians 8, 2 to 5. This is, this and now, it says, out of the most severe trial, they are overflowing joy and their extreme poverty, their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. So even though they were poor in the New Testament, it says that even though you're poor, it has to push you to giving. Glory to God. Next verse. Next verse. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able, and even beyond their ability. So, the tithe is the least that is expected of a believer in the New Testament. If you are not ready to understand this, then you are not ready for real riches. Because what you are struggling about right now, you already know that your take-home cannot take you home. And since the year you have been eating your tithe, your life has not changed. Since the year you have been eating that tithe, nothing has changed. In fact, the more you eat it, the more you struggle. So he says, the tithe belongs, it is not your own. So that's why in Malachi, it can be saying that you have robbed me. Because it's not yours. It belongs to the Lord. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Next verse. Entirely on their own. They were not coerced to do it. They urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the saints. As they were giving it, they were thanking. Thank you for the chance. 
a privilege. It is a privilege to have and to be able to give. Hear me, that you have. No, the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. If you have, all right, and you have to give, that in itself is a privilege. There are a lot of people begging on the streets that you have and you can give out of what you have. I consider it one of the highest privileges that because I've been on the on the other side before where I am being given, I'm on this side where I'm giving, I can tell you that it is more honorable to give. <laughs> it is more fulfilling and rewarding to give. So you can't be there arguing about about tight 10 percent this one is like you give somebody biscuits five pieces and you say cut not one no not one no so how many is this five open it so this is it there are five pieces there so god says Give this to me. Just cut, cut, just cut more for me, and have the rest to yourself. You are still arguing over that. You are an ingrate. You even have a job. So people have been applying for jobs for years. Ah, may you not experience poverty. <laughs> I'm telling you. You are still arguing, debating, fighting. Number two, why should I give my tithe? Tithe, it is a sign of honor to God. Proverbs 3.10. It says, honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all your increase. I love the resultant effects. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first, let me have the NLT, NLT. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best parts of everything you produce. The best parts. Next verse. It says, then it will fill your bands with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. So when you give your tithe, you honor God. It's a sign of honor to God. Are you with me? And that leads me to the next point. Why should I give my tithe? When you give your tithe, it provokes the blessing and the miracle of the Lord on the 90%. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and has no sorrow to it. Now listen to me very well. The truth is that what you earn will never be enough. No matter how hard you pray, no matter how you confess the word, your needs are met, your bills are paid, human beings are insatiable. Economists have proven that. So you must understand that when you remove the, the 10% and give it to the Lord, He produces His blessing upon the rest. When the blessing of the Lord is on little, it becomes much. And that is the reason Jesus can use five loaves and two fishes 
to feed 5,000. Because the blessing of the Lord was upon it. Glory to God. For those of you who are still struggling with the giving of the tithe of the 10%, if you will be sincere with yourself, you would admit that you are still struggling. If you will be sincere with yourself, it's still not enough. And it will never be enough. Because your needs would keep growing. I can say this with every sense of humility. That since my wife and I got married to be 11 years next week, we have never ate the tithes in those 11 years. Because we have an understanding. Maybe if we did, maybe once, maybe. Maybe we couldn't pay it, I, don't, I can't remember. But in 11 years, actually, but how, how, how many times is your wedding? So you need to understand that the blessing of the Lord is more important than your budgeting. The blessing of the Lord is more important than your permutation and your, and your combination and all your wisdom and all your financial intelligence and all your financial engineering and re-engineering. It will lead you nowhere. Glory be to God. Are you in church this morning? You know, people always... Anyways, praise God. Number four, it helps you trust God and acknowledge him as your source. See, hear me, your job is not your source. God is your source. Our Father. What? The word Father is the word Yira. It means source. That is the reason God can give you results that people cannot, you know, just oppose your job. They cannot match it. If every time what you have was gotten by what you worked for, you are not blessed yet. There are some blessings I've seen in my life that I know that this is not my work. It has to be something spiritual. There is a supernatural dimension that when it rests on little, it becomes much. So you need to understand that God is your source. Let me say this here. If you don't give your tithe at all because you think, you know, what you get is, as income is not enough, you know, or you don't give your tithe because you have major needs in your life, what it means is that you still have an issue with trusting God. If you don't give your tithe because you have needs in your life, what it means simply is that You've not trusted God enough. You are still learning. You are st when it comes to trusting God, you are still a learner. And your journey is still far. Where your walk with God is concerned. Because those that would walk with the Lord must trust in Him. That's why it says, he that must come to God. Must, first of, that is the first thing. Is a prerequisite. He that must come to God must first of all know that he is. And that is a, is a rewarder of those 
that diligently seek him. So the first dimension of knowing God as your source is that you can trust him. That my God shall supply all my needs. That if I take out this tithe, I know my Redeemer lives. I know that he will take care of me. I know that he will sort me out. I know that I was young and now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his offspring begging for bread. I know that if I can put God first, he will put me first. So it helps you acknowledge God as your source. If you truly acknowledge God as your source, you will not hesitate to give your tithe. Even in the midst of major needs in your life. My wife and I, we've had several projects ahead of us, even till last month, that the tithe is non-negotiable. It's not something that we call a family meeting on. It is the Lord's glory to God. Say glory to God. Because we understood before we got married that it belongs to the Lord. It is not our own. It is non-negotiable. The tithe, one of the, if there's anything you will take home today is that your tithe is not your. Tell them, say your tithe. Tell them, even though they are not, they are not tell them your tithe is not your own. It belongs to the Lord. Let me bring this home for you. Let me give you a, an example. Let's assume that it's raining and then you're going for an event, all right? And then you have to be early for that event and it's raining heavily. And then your neighbor has a car and parks the car outside, okay? You are going for an event, it's raining. So you need a car to help you, all right? Are you with me this morning? Do you know that even though you need that shelter, you will not go and take your neighbor's car. You know why? Why is that so? It's not your own. It's not your own. So even though it's, you're, you're almost drenched, you are almost going to pass out, you know that the tide is non-neg, you cannot touch it. You know why? It is not your It's not your own. So, let it be raining. Let it be raining heavily. Let it be raining fire and brimstone. You cannot go and use your neighbor's car. It doesn't belong to you. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Number five. Giving your tithe brings you into covenant with God. Psalm 50 verse 5. Gather my saints who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So the titan or the tithe is a sacrifice. And you enter into a covenant with God by sacrifice. So it says, gather my saints, bring my faithful people to me. Those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So when you give your tithe, you come into a covenant with God. And you are also conscious of the fact that you are into a covenant with God. Number six, giving your tithe is a sign 
of connectivity and alignment to the local church. Bring all the tithes into my house that there may be meat in my house. The tithe in the Old Testament was taken as a tax for the support of the church and the clergy. So in Bible days, the Levites, because they don't work, so when they receive this, the tithe from the people, the tithe is used to support those Levites, those pastors. Are you with me? And the work that they are doing at the tabernacle. You know, long before we started church, I told myself that I would never have to wait for people's tithes or offering to live the kind of life I believe that God wants me to live. We have a director of finance. This church is five and a half years today. I have never taken a dime, earned a dime from church, never. I don't even have checkbook in my house. I don't have token with me. I don't have any, all I do is advice. Oh, spend it this way. Am I, am I lying? Because I will never rely on the church. It's my personal decision. Are you with me? But does that mean that you cannot take care of your pastor? No. For those who have understanding. Are you with me? Are you with me? The less is blessed of the better. Glory to God. So, when you give your tithes, it's a sign of connectivity. Because that principle still operates in the church family even now. Because it is what the church gets as tithes and offerings that is being used to run the church. Are you with me? Because trust me, you see a church like this, you think that we go to the owner of this facility and say, blessed is it that comes in the name of the Lord. More to much. Resus telefrina makida bakayiga. Rebe, yeke, everywhere the sole of our food shall tread upon. They will cut your foot away. <laughs> Glory to God. In fact, if you run a church in Lagos, it's a different program entirely. We pay millions as rent for this place for a year. Millions. You can't even imagine. Sometimes if you hear the costs of this facility, you'll be, you'll be wowed. You will repent of the kind of offering you have been given all these years. You will repent in instant repentance. Because imagine if everybody was like you. <laughs> there will be no church. <laughs> Glory to God. Your tithe should be given to the local church. Where you are constantly being fed the word of God. If I have sown to you spiritual things, the Bible says, don't I have the rights to reap your current things. If you have been blessed here, you are compelled by the scripture to give to this place. If you are not doing that, you are, you, there's a judgment for that. Because you are in a spiritual transaction, you are being blessed, but you are not giving in exchange. And anywhere the cycle of giving is broken, there's lack. 
So if we're talking about having a prosperous church, it is because they are prosperous people. When we talk about a prosperous church, it's because the church is a giving church. The holy church was prosperous because the people in that church were givers. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Your tithes belongs to the local church. Your tithes does not belong to the pastor. I don't eat, I don't eat tithes. Praise God. There are people who have come to me, you know, and said, oh, you know, you know these are tithes. I said, it's not my own. Except you're, you're led by the Spirit to sow into my life. And that will not be tithes. Well, except, don't let me say that God cannot say that. Except the Lord leads you specifically to give your tithe to me. Which I will still not accept. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because you have to understand how God works. Okay? So your tithe is paid to the local church or is given, pardon that word, is given to the local church. Your tithe is not for the needy. Hear me and hear me well. Your tithe is not for humanitarian works. It's not for CSR. Because there are people who say things like, oh, I gave my tithe to the orphanage home. That is, that is a wrong approach. That is not biblical. And next Sunday, I will go into all of those things, the other types of giving. But when it comes to the tithe, it is given to the local church, not to the pastor. Praise God. I will never rely on tithe to live my life as the Lord live it. Because I am walking with my own hands. I hear what I'm saying. I say that with every sense of humility, because it's my heart. But you can, I mean, you can be led to give to your pastor. That's great. You know, I'll teach about that next Sunday. It's a great one. Glory to God. I say, Pastor, when is your birthday? I'll buy you a Range Rover. I'll collect it and bless you. And I'll be happy. But that it is church money that I'm going to wait on. Nah. Nah. You know, somebody, somebody in the course of the week, I was having a conversation with someone. And then you know, he said, Oh, you run a business and you're a pastor. I said, What's wrong with that? You said that we are stealing church money. We left it. We came to work and do business. Let the pastors breathe now. Don't suffocate them. <laughs> glory to God. I said, glory to God. Your tithe belongs to your local church. Tithing provokes all-round blessing. All-round. You can give a tithe and God will give you a good husband. All-round. You can give your tithe and God will give you a great job. A great boss. All around. Financial, material, spiritual, marital. Because you are in a covenant with God and he's obligated to take care of you and everything that concerns your life. Number eight. It is a test of your faithfulness in little. No matter the amount of money you have right now, it is nothing compared to what God has in store for you. The Bible says, if you are faithful in little, 
God will commit much into your hands. He says, if you are not faithful in unrighteous mammon, he says, who will commit true riches into your hands? Some of you, please let me get that scripture. Some of you, what you have right now is not the real riches. It's still rehearsal and you are still struggling with that one. That is why you will see the likes of Bill Gates. How do you explain people coming together and saying that they are going to give 90% of their wealth to the poor? How do you explain that? The likes of Bill Gates, the billionaires, the billionaires, that's, oh, you are not aware. Oh, you are not aware. Oh, sorry. You are not aware that Bill Gates has already given 80% of his entire wealth to the orphanage. Go and check it. It's online. So you... Now you see entered Korobo to church. You are still struggling. Struggling. Or you have one car that is... that you are the only one that can drive it. And all the car is beginning to drive you. So let, let's help you park. Ah, you know. Ah, you can't park for me. I know my car and my car knows me. You are still struggling. Still struggling with that. And meanwhile, God is just testing you. He's just testing you. And watching how you will even manage that. You think you are blessed yet? You know where you are going to? He says you will learn to nations. You are still there. You have no, you cannot even learn. When people ask you for money, you are still you are still angry. Now, no! Ah! Huh? What do you mean of that? No! You cannot learn to. <laughs> You've not even learned to say, ah, baby, that thank you whatever you stay. Alpha. You are you are you are angry. You know your level by the by the things that get you upset. Please, help me send. Do you have 250 naira? Let me send it. I need, I need to balance to enter 1k. <laughs> Talk to me, guys. Can you feel what I'm saying? Uh, me, me too. I, I'm, I'm there sometimes, though. I say, maybe you have 750. You know, you cannot withdraw it. Say, I like it. You want me to send 350, Joe? Go out here with charges. Go punish poverty. Ah. In Nigeria, you will rise. Say, you will rise. You will prosper and do well. In Jesus' precious name. Glory to God. Next, it is a sign that you have passion and concern for the expansion of God's kingdom. It's often said that gospel is the money is the bicycle of the gospel. But that has changed now. Money is the range of the gospel, is the jets of the gospel. Zechariah 1 says, My city will yet be spread abroad by prosperity. We have a 20-year plan as a church to reach more people for God. How would that happen? It's by resources. Glory to God. The next one, the last one, why you should give your tithe. It is a reflection that you put him first and you are connected to him. 
Matthew 6, 21 says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. What you spend your money on is a reflection of where your values are placed. So if you give your, your resources to the house of God, it shows that you, you, you prioritize and value God's kingdom. They seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing will be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. How to be blessed from giving the tithes? How can I be blessed? A lot of people give the tithes but they are not blessed. Why is that so? How to be blessed from giving the tithes? Number one, don't give out of compulsion. You must not give out of compulsion. The Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Let me have that. There are people who give their tithes because they are afraid of devourers. Say, ah, devourer, devourer. That's why they give their tithes. He says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly on in response to pressure. That's why I would never say that if you don't give your tithes, you'll be cursed. No, that's not scripture. A New Testament believer cannot be cursed. Because Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of the of, of Abraham might rest upon the Gentiles in Christ. Galatians 3, 13 to 14. So in Christ, it is only blessing, no curses. Somebody shout hallelujah. You cannot be cursed. So it's not in response to pressure. So don't give out of compulsion. Don't give, you know, that's why if you notice, I've been very deliberate about what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should give, you should pay your tithes. I'm saying that you should give your tithes because they are two different things. So the tithe is not a payment. I know some of us use it, you know, unknowingly, ignorantly, you know. But today, change that, you know, the, the, the paradigm. You don't pay your tithe. You are, you are giving it. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Yeah. Give out of love for God and his work. Number three, give in faith. Hebrews 11.6, Romans 14.23, give in faith. Number four, give it cheerfully. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Give it cheerfully. Number five, give it with understanding and revelation. Don't pay the tithes because, don't give the tithes because, you know, you, you, you're compelled to. Give it with a revelation that it will produce for you. Number six, give it with expectation to be blessed. When you give your tithe, you must give it with an expectation to be blessed because you are actually enacting a covenant each time you give your tithe. Number seven, give it consistently. Give it consistently. Your tithe is like a seed to God. And for a seed to produce, right, it has to be in the ground. 
How many of you, you've been giving your tithe for years, you've not seen results? Now, if you plant a seed, okay, you plant a seed in the ground, and then after two or three days, it's not growing. Do you know that if you go to the soil and want to check if it's growing, you remove it and you see that maybe it's growing or it's not growing. Once you remove it, you have to start that process again, all over again. Are you with me this morning? The same thing applies to the giving of tithes. You have to give it consistently for it to actually produce results in your life and give it with revelation. Thank you. And understanding. Glory to God. How many of you here, you decided that you are going to go to the gym? I'm on some tables right now. Going to the gym will never be my goal for any year. I'm telling you. It's not my calling. I would rather look for other ways. If you see me for, at the gym, it's for content. Oh, yeah, in the gym. Yeah. And that's what most of you do. I don't even understand why you're in the gym. You're supposed to be serious. And you're there doing Snapchat, doing, hello guys, right in the gym. Right. What is that? If you want to gym, gym. And then you go to the gym. And then you dress up, you go to the gym. And then you, you have what they call high GG in the corporate space. Initial gra gra. You go there, you know, you say, ah, oh, come on. Let's go, let's go. Let's go, guys. Let's go, guys. Let's go, guys. The next day, alarm rings. Say it's gym time. Say, huh? Oh. <laughs> Do you know that <laughs> you get the best of the gym experience when it is consistent? And some of you that go to the gym and you have no food at home, you are wasting, you are going to die. You are, you are, you are going to gym, you, you go to gym and drink curry. Your man crush Monday, Tony Elumelu, does not go to gym and return home and start drinking curry. Or your role model can't ensure when they, when they get home, are you, am I saying the truth this morning? They don't go and drink curry. And milk that is is a, a lot of water that is there. Where the milk has lost its effect as milk. Because you have mixed it with so much. You now go to gym and drink and come back and you show fair paraini. So is that consistency that matters? Galatians 6 9 says, Do not be wary in well-doing. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Show me that scripture. If you faint not. Galatians 6, 9. So, see, listen to what I'm saying. Oh, glory to God. Galatians 9, 6. Or 6, 9, sorry, 6, 9. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you will reap. Let's not get tired of doing what is good. No, carry me where I don't know now. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. If the reward is conditional, you have to be consistent and persistent. All the days of my appointed time, 
I will wait until my change comes. Just keep doing it. Out of just, just keep at it. One day, an idea will land on your head. It will change the trajectory of your life. All the times you've been paying, you will make it in a single transaction. But some of us are not even ready. Or you get one, one promotion at work and it changes the game. It changes the game. I see you as you are faithful and consistent in the giving of your tithe. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ the heavens will open up to you in the name of Jesus. That this year, this year, this year, you will see the mighty hand of God in your life. The Lord will crown the year indeed for you with bountiful harvest. For those who have been sowing, who have been giving, I declare in the name of Jesus, the produce of the last 11 months will be collapsed in your favor in this month of December in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens open over your head right now. Let the head yield is increase in the name of Jesus. I declare for those of you trusting God for financial breakthrough. I declare in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens open right now. For those who have financial targets. I declare in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens open right now. For those who have expectations in your hearts. Let the heavens open right now. In the name of Jesus. For those who are trusting God for a car, for a miracle, for a blessing, financial, material, I declare in the name of Jesus, let the heavens open right now. Let the heavens open right now. In the name of Jesus. The best of this year is reserved for this December for you. In the name of Jesus, shout the loudest amen, somebody. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibetsu podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show or Shibetsu or at Grace Made NG.